wanna get high, man. That stimulates your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? A fucking comedian. <laughs> Rojan Kim. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rojan Kim Cast. It's me, your host, Rojan Kim. Thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for. Why am I out of breath? I've just been sitting here. I haven't even. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Hold on, guys. Let me. Let me just catch my. Let me just catch my breath. All right. Okay, it's May. It's May, guys. Happy May. Happy. Uh, May. I don't know if you know this is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, also known as APIM. And uh, happy that to you all, even if you're not Asian American or of Pacific Islander heritage. This month's for you. Um, I, well, it's hey, it's great to be. Um, Asian, it's great. It's great. I love it. I don't have, I don't have a lot of experience of, um, being anything else, but this, this seems okay. I mean, I think it probably was worse, um, 30, 40 years ago. That would have sucked. I mean, 30 years ago, I was still alive. It wasn't that great. Uh, (laughs) but if I was an adult back then or an adult, you know, just keep going back. What is it? Hmm, 30 years, that's the 80s. 10 more, that's the 70s. 10 more after that, so 50 years, that's when they ended the Chinese Exclusion Act. Or is that what they did? I don't know. They just basically let Asians back in. They weren't allowed in for a while because there, there were wars, a lot of wars. There's also the threat of Chinese labor on white labor. and I think it's understandable. You know, white people were like, dude, we're having enough trouble as it is we got black people and we got mexicans and we got native american we got, you can't have chinese on top of that i mean they brought them in anyways and then they stopped like no more after this so there's a bunch of asian people who have been trapped here since the 18 whatevers i don't know if they're trapped I, i'm sure they would let them leave right the if you have this immigration ban on asians coming in you wouldn't be like, no, you can't leave either. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. But maybe they did. You never know. Bureaucracy is strange. White supremacy. It was a different time, everyone. It was a different time. May. Um, I struggle. Do I struggle? No, it's just something that's absurd. It's an absurd thing. I think that's what um, doing a lot of psychedelics. <laughs> uh, yeah, doing a fair bit of psychedelics. Fair bit of psychotherapy. On top of that, it wasn't just drugs, okay? It wasn't just 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 drugs. Um, drugs are a tool, right? It's a tool. Just like your mind can be a tool, just like therapy can be a tool. Analysis, all these things, tools. Meditation, um, microdosing, which I've started to do. Um, I am on my second to last tiny little does a do like a ten week thing might have mentioned it there's something called uh the fadiman james fadiman is a dude who put out a thing <laughs> being very you can tell that it's sharpened my mind um james fadiman doctor guy he came up with this protocol for microdosing like a 10 day 10 week protocol where you uh take a tiny 
tiny dose sub threshold. Like you don't, you can't, you shouldn't feel it. If you feel it, you've taken too much. So that's the whole thing. The first time I tried, I split up a tab and I was like, oh, I think I took too much because I feel it. And that's how you know it's too much. So I split the tab even smaller uh, and that seemed to work out fine. I think, you know, on Reddit and stuff, you go to R microdosing or whatever, you know, they talk about how you should use volumetric dosing. So you stick a tab in like 10 milliliters of water and then you do one milliliter at a time to get 10 micrograms. Does that make sense? Am I, am I confusing you with the math? Basically you stick it in the water then you measure out the water so you know exactly how much of a dose you're getting because when you use the tab, cut it up, the cutting is not consistent. Also the stuff may not be evenly distributed on the tab. You could also use uh, psilocybin uh, mushrooms if you wish, a uh, very small amount, like 0.1 gram or something. And just uh, I haven't actually done that yet, so I've tried acid. I had some old acid from New York that I had two hits, and I was like, fuck it, I'll just chop them up into, <laughs> into tiny little microdoses to see how it works. And it's been interesting. It's been a sort of, um, it's like coffee. It's kind of like coffee. Um I don't know if anything's really changed. I feel like I'm a little more aware of my thought patterns, but I've also been meditating. You know, I've been meditating for a while and trying to keep that up, so that's always helpful. I don't know. We'll see. I think once I'm done with it, I'll stop and see if there's any difference, and then maybe I'll try psilocybin. Um, I'd say there was a net positive. I think there's a net positive. I do feel like I've been a little more productive. Maybe my mood's been a little bit better. I think I've been able to actually, you know what? Here's the, here's the positive thing I will say. It's been, meditation has been helpful, but combined with meditation, I feel like I've been able to find myself on the precipice of emotional cascades and sort of talk myself down instead of just blah, you know, like sometimes I'll get mad or sometimes something will trigger insecurity or sometimes, you know, and I'm on the, about, I'm about to go down it and I can kind of see it happen. I'm like, oh, this is happening. It's almost like, you know, when Neo's in, this is a little dramatic, uh, I'm over-dramatizing, but it's like when Neo's in the matrix and then he stops for a second and sees the bullets whiz by, you know, it's like, it's giving me an opportunity to see things that are happening as they're happening and give me the choice um as to whether to go down that road or stop myself and be like no nah, i don't want to do this again so that's kind of cool i don't know if that's a whole subjective thing i don't really know you know meditation also does that so i think as long as i keep that up i kind of have the benefit of that exercise kind of does it too like if i've been exercising regularly i get you get that sharpness and you feel like okay you're a little bit instead of like i don't know sometimes i feel like when i'm out of it you know just not quite 100 percent. maybe i'm sick maybe i'm tired maybe i'm just depressed i don't know but i feel like i'm lagging behind there's a lag between the me i perceive and the me that's me whatever that is i don't know there's like a disconnect like a I you disconnect you know what i mean does that make sense come on guys i'm talking about microdosing <laughs> lsd who's with me all right um anyways it was a net positive you have to do you have to just uh, be sure you're taking a very small amount um, and take it one day and then two days off, take it again, two days off and do that. Repeat that for 10 weeks and let's talk. Let's talk after that. Let's see what you think. All right. So that was a strange tangent on microdosing that I did not intend to go on. I was actually talking about May. 
being Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Mahalo to you if you're a, mm, I don't know, what they're all grouped together, the yellows, yellow people. <laughs> Is that what that, I think that's really all it, it's, I think about what it means to be Asian, like a- Asia, Asia, then the continent of Asia. Is that what we're talking about? Asian the continent of Asia. Where does it start? Well, let's. We could start at the east. The eastern part's easy. East East Asia is super easy because there's Korea, Japan. You know, Japan's not even on the continent. It's like it's the islands off the continent. We consider that Asia. Goes into China, right? Mongolia got that shit covered. We got Siberia and Russia. And now we're getting a little conf. Uh, that's still Asia. Okay, it's Asia. All right. Uh, India. If we keep going that way, the Himalayas, India, Nepal, that's Asia. South Asian, some might say, depending on where you're from. If you're from the UK or one of the uh, British colonies, uh, former colonies, I mean, we're one, but not, but more, more British, you know, <clears throat> Asian to you is uh, Indian and Oriental is East Asian. Um and then there was a backlash on Oriental. I think it came out of those speaking uh, English, those English colonies, those British sort of like the people with the British people who watch cricket. You know what I mean? Like those people were like, we don't like Oriental anymore. I don't know what happened, but anyway, over here it's Asian, Asian for East Asians, but Asia itself. I mean, Indians, you wouldn't people get confused. You might not call them Asians because they don't look like what you want to call Asians, right? Meaning the yellow chinky ones i don't know how to call, i don't know what to call them they're, they're um easy and <laughs> i don't know how to be polite about it you know what i mean they're chinky gooky ones jungle asians the, you know asians asians if you keep going past india you're in afghanistan and then it's with pakistan afghanistan right and then now you're like okay on the verge of Iran, Azerbaijan, <laughs> Armenia, um, you're—I mean, okay, now we're in Iran. You might as well be in Iran now. Is this Asia? We're still like, okay, we're maybe. I guess we're still in Asia. We keep going. Next to Iran is Iraq. You know, we're talking Iraq, Syria, uh, Syria, Lebanon. Israel, Egypt? No, Egypt, we're in Africa. We're not not Asia anymore. Okay, stop. Egypt's too far. All right, go back. Israel and Egypt, sure, border. All right, it's a little confusing still. Still keep going north to Lebanon. Lebanon, you got your Turkey. Okay, that's Asia, I guess. And then Turkey, you got, you got, you got like kind of like Greece, in Italy coming and then the Eastern European. So now you're not Asian. Now you're not Asian. Like if you're Georgian, are you Asian? Polish, Polish? No, Polish, German too far. French way too far. Not Asian at all off the Island, England. No, no. So push it back. Asia, push it back all the way to Turkey. I think Turkey might be where the line is. Turkey is the line. Is that what we're calling Asia? I mean, that's where it comes from because the Greeks called Turkey Asia and the Greeks were supposed to be, we are the center. We're the white people. And you guys are the Asians. And, and, but Greece and Turkey 
they're like within sailing distance. I mean, Greece and Tur- there's a Trojan War. There's a big old and the Greece Greeks took over that part of what is now Turkey. And in fact, those people who are Turks now are conquerors who came on horses and took over other people who were there who were actually Romans um, when it was Constantinople, and then it became Istanbul when Ataturk, the Turks, who were horse riding people like the Mongols, you know, they came in, took it over, and then the empire fell. Uh, and that was supposed to be a huge victory for um, Islam. Everybody lost their goddamn minds because the Senate was like Rome. Imagine if Rome, I mean, it was Rome, it was sacked by a bunch of Muslims, which actually happened. And here we are now. Where the fuck is Asia? Um, so Asia, that's why I am a little hesitant to be like, yeah, I'm Asian. Because I feel like it's just a way of grouping people by the way they look, but not really anything else. Because culturally, there's some similarity, sure, but that's more geographic than anything. I mean, even linguistically, just take East Asia, Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Can't you, the language is so different. I mean, it's, it's nothing at all like France, you know, in Spain or something. You know, France, Italy, Spain. They they have a common root. You mean like France, Italy, Spain is like basically just three provinces in China who have different dialects, right? And then they have the root of um, Chinese. I guess in some ways, Korean is kind of like English in that the English were taken over. They have a Proto-Germanic root english does but then they were taken over by the normans who spoke french so there's all this french stuff going on you know so and then there's latin stuff in there too because they were conquered by the romans um you know so there's you know like beef they say we say beef in english but beef is a french root you know we don't say cow cow i think is the germanic root or i don't know like it's we have these words garage what table these are all french words the fuck we didn't have tables until French came. Not we, but, you know, English people. England, England had their own word for a table that didn't survive because the French came and they were like, this is a table. This is not, you know, this is not. They didn't, they didn't think that whatever the English had were civilized and you should really use tables. It's this table, okay? Okay. Well, anyway, so you can see, to me... Given all the information that we have and the information that I'm exposed to, it's almost like I'm willingly complicit in participating in tribalism if I'm all like, yeah, Asian pride. Asia, not to say that that, that I have Asian shame, uh, more Asian disappointment <laughs> passed down for me from my parents. Um, no, I... <sighs> People think I'm a self-hating Asian. I'm not a self-hating Asian. I'm an other-hating Asian, okay? <laughs> and I hate other Asians. And because there's just so many. In de- no, I'm kidding. Guys, I love you guys, Asians. All of them. All of Asia. You guys fucking rock. Well, here's the thing. Asians. Asian. The Asian gene is a, is a dominant gene. It's a dominant gene. Just like the African gene is a dominant gene. I feel like Asians and Africans are the ones who can outfuck everybody and change them until they start fucking each other. And then what do you get? You get Blasians, right? You can't use the black and the Asian genetic competition. There's a struggle for dominance. Who's dominant? It's not, it's they're coming together, a heterozygous combination of the Asian and black genomes. It's the future of humanity. Every other genome will get washed away. That's what will be left. And we're all, we're all going to look Blasian. 
There's no try. You, you got to just look. Look at all the multiracial combinations of a black person and anybody else except an Asian person looks black. An Asian person with anybody else except a black person, person looks Asian. You know what I mean? Asian and black people, that's the new step in humanity. That's what I advocate. I've advocated this for decades, okay? Decades. I'm turning 40 next month, and at least 20 years, my eyes have been open to the trajectory of the planet, to, the, to, to where humanity should be ending up, to where we will end up, okay? Is that we'll all look Filipino. <laughs> we'll all be Blasian. Oh, it will be beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful. And then at that point, we'll find some other division, religion, or whatever. Something else will come in. We'll kill each other for something else. But until then, you know, we got to keep mixing, I feel. I mean, here I am. I'm hypocritical. Me, I'm with a Korean girl. But I, there's a good chance I won't procreate. So fuck it. See? So there you go. That's it. If you're going to procreate, I say, hey, mix it up. Come on. Let's get a move on because it's been too long. What are we going to keep fighting over color? We're on the verge of some kind of weird race war thing, or at least that's what they want you to They, The media, the media, the fake news, the fake, fake news. Um, there's just a lot of information. It's, it's tough to know what's actually real, what you should believe, what's going on. And you know what? If you really think about it, Maybe we as people were not really designed to learn about shit the way we do with our technology. You know, maybe even newspapers. I mean, at least newspapers, that took a while. But now radio and then TV and internet and it's just going to be beamed into our head soon. It's going to go straight into your fucking brainstem, okay? You're going to have nanomachines that you inhale. You're going to snort them up your nose or pop them in a pill. I think nasal is better because maybe it'll give you a little buzz. And also it'll cross the blood brain barrier and get those nanobots will get right in the brain, augment it, give you a little, little boost, a little, little ding dong, a little, you know what I mean? Like give you a little boost, a little, just like uh, microdosing does, or just like coffee or just like exercise or just like a nice restful eight hour sleep. You know what I mean? Like you just, so you get a little augmentation, you know, and then you're going to be, you're going to figure out how to use your brain as an operating system, right? Computers that connect to a worldwide web, just like what we have now. But instead of computers, there'll be brains, right? The brains and into your brains will transmit content, right? All the content that you could ever imagine, all the old content from the internet that's all on the boxes and the hard drive and the new content they're making with human brains, people using their brains to actually make content, you know, because you get eyes as cameras, ears as recording devices. Use it. You create a whole imaginary world inside of your brain and create it as a video for everybody to see or even be part of in virtual reality. It's all going to be coming to a convergence right or technology culture and all that's coming together meanwhile we can't get over the fact that we look different <laughs> meanwhile we're like tribal apes meanwhile we're about to have this convergence of technology uh possibly the singularity if you will whatever is going to happen this convergence not only that the crisis of the planet the the ecosystem crash all the ecosystems crashing perhaps life being threatened on this planet and meanwhile we're fighting over what color we are right and what the fuck 
we take pride. Let's take pride in a country that your parents came from that they didn't have anything to do with and you had nothing to do with. And let's just take pride in that instead of thinking about how can we make the world actually a better place? Like, how can we make this fucking thing a little bit better for all these kids people are having? People are popping out kids and, like, just punting. Like a lot of kid popping out just punting. I'm like, oh, they'll figure it out. I'll be dead. They'll figure it out. All right? Well, you know what? I'm not... I can't punt it to the kids. They didn't do anything. It's not fair. It's just like everything got punted to me. So what am I going to do? I'm going to, I'm stopping podcasting and I'm not going to use electricity. (laughs) I'm going to become Amish. And this has been my last transmission. Thank you. No, that's not going to happen. I'm just as complicit as everyone else. I'm part of all this. I'm part of the machine i'm part of an, a, being an american being an american i consume four times the amount of resources as anybody else that's just um you know that's just like a, a statistical thing i'm not literally doing that but it just gives me a sense of scale and reference right like a lot of people have nothing around the world and people in america have nothing i mean i could say i have nothing i have no health insurance you know i have no savings i have no what i have nothing i have no i have no property i'm just we're living check to check we're living the gig economy we're living we got student loan debt i'm highly educated highly underpaid i'm living a dream that may or may not happen but bah, whatever i mean that's all i got that's all I got, so fuck it. We're going to keep doing it, and I'm not going to wait for anybody. Can't be waiting for no handouts. Can't wait for anything, so I'm just going to keep moving, you know, moving forward, doing, making, trying, whatever. The whole thing could end up just being a blip, right? Give you some massive solar flare wipes out the planet, or even something larger. We're just not even a big black hole, and we're just on the tail end, we don't even fucking matter to the whole scheme of, if there was some kind of galactic news, we wouldn't even be part of the news, but we would definitely just all die because we'd be part of this giant disaster. Maybe, or maybe is it better to be like flat earther and be like, no, we're the center and we are great and we're so grand. And is it, is it, is it that much of an assault to your self esteem to feel like that you're actually insignificant to actually take in, the infinity of the universe and realize that inside of that you you don't really amount to much but there is no such thing as much there's nobody thinking that just you right you're actually taking on the burden of trying to figure out what the entire universe thinks without for once just thinking oh fuck it's just me here it's just like an ant thinking of stuff right i'm just no different and that's not a good or bad there's no judgment there See, that's the whole thing. I think that people take that and spiral out of control and become depressed or they say, I don't, I'm not insignificant. And they, that's why religion makes sense because it gives you a sense of purpose and that there's something bigger. And that's it, which I don't deny. I'm not saying that they're wrong. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that there's a truth, right? A fundamental truth that even all the religions are trying to grapple at, right? We're all going to die. We're all here for a limited amount of time. What does it mean because of that? What should we do? How do we act? How should we behave with each other? Right? What is what does it mean to find meaning? Like why do we find it? Like if it's so insignificant, why do we find meaning? You know, exactly. I think that's that's the whole thing. It doesn't matter if there's a larger power, if there's something bigger. You know, it's the the thing that matters is that we find meaning. We just do. That's just what we do as human beings, as creatures. We're just fucking, we might be monkeys, 
might be tribal things. We may be not much smarter than a dolphin. It's possible. I don't know. We are just self-centered. Right? We're self-absorbed. We have a language. We talk about ourselves all the time. We think of God. When we think of God, we think about us. That's what we, the most complex thing we can imagine is us. <laughs> we can't imagine anything more complex. Meanwhile, we're on the verge of creating something more complex, possibly, like our artificial intelligence, something like that, something that could look back at us and be like, oh, you guys are insane. You guys are out of Maybe we got to do something about you guys. I don't know. I don't know. Not to say that that's going to be some kind of uh, apocalyptic scenario. Quite the contrary. Quite the contrary. <laughs> what have I been talking about? <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm talking about the danger of reality. I don't know anything about it. I get, anybody who tells you they know, I feel like you got to be muy sospechoso. That's suspicious in um, Esperanto. Um, you ha- you can't you can't you can't just believe people who say they know what's up. They don't know. It's part of the insecurity of being mortal a mortal of being a mortal is that you don't know you don't know there's a this whole thing the ernest becker denial of death i haven't read it so i should but i've you know it's a theory being tossed around which is essentially isn't that a freudian that's the death complex the thanatos he had the oedipus complex and the thanatos complex or thanos it's not thanos because thanos is the name of the villain in infinity war which I'm going to get to. Oh, my God. All right. Um. Anyway, what does it mean to be Asian? I, uh, I feel like it's just like a, a set of phenotypes, a set of geography, a set of circumstances, uh, shared natural culture, pride. Find more pride. Oh, God, I'm never going to make it. In Hollywood, I don't have Asian pride. What do I got to do? It'll be all like Asian, Asian. If I ever get out there, say I get cast in something, you'll be like, you're Asian. And I'm like, I don't really care. And then uh alt-right darling rojan kim doesn't care about asians wants them to all go to camps hates asians he says he says i'm not a self-hating asian i'm an other hating it what did you mean by that ah and then divest divest boycott i'm ruined i got nothing i got nothing except for my alt-right following <laughs> except my following all right trolls my uh my uh 8chan hosted podcast that comes on every week where i have to wear a pepe mask and that's the only way people will listen to me and is that what you want you guys happy now you guys happy i was just trying to explore just being a conscious human being what does it mean i wasn't born with this i didn't pick this if i were to pick i don't know i don't i don't want to that's the thing. It's too much pressure. I mean, I guess I would, would I pick white person? If I was a kid, I think I would have said that white and, or black, maybe older. Now I might not say black or maybe I would, I don't know. I don't know. But now that I'm older, I'm like, ah, this is a silly question. Um, I should do something with my life. Um, I should podcast. I haven't podcasted in a month or something. I should do that. I should do something. A lot of stuff. <sighs> do I talk about current events? What do I do? Am I just, I'm just going, you know? So, all right, let's just ride it. Right. I'm riding it. I'm riding this wave. I got it. So I'm just going. Um, there's this whole controversy about this girl who wore a Chinese dress. Did you see that? And then it all started with some uh, Asian dude was like, my, cult- my culture is not your prom dress. 
um, I'm going to give him a lisp because that's sort of, is that a judgment? Oh, that's, that's, that's so not woke. He's not gay. I'm not saying he's gay. He's racist maybe. No, well, he uses the N-word in his tweets. People went through his tweets. People. This is what happens. You start lobbing bombs. People are going to look back and, and see what you're all about, right? Anyway, this Chinese dude got his panties in a bunch because this chick wore a Chinese dress prom and then all these other asians were like oh rabble 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 and white people rabble and a big rabble sort of frenzy started everybody was rabbling rabble 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 and meanwhile the thing went to china and then people in china's like yeah as long as she's not fat i don't give a fuck like we don't care it's not really traditional the chi pao the dress is not it was like remade in the 60s to be all slinky slim like and in the mood for love you know what i mean like that nice which i don't mind i'm not gonna say even if you got a little few extra pounds on you put it on i don't care put on the cheap out i don't give a fuck put it on take it off that's what i'm talking about that's real none of his other stuff that guy maybe he has never had sex with a white woman or a white girl maybe he's never had maybe what he needs to do this guy if he's not gay and if he's gay do it with a guy maybe he needs to put on a cheap how and get fucked by a colonizer <laughs> or uh somebody i don't know or a guy or a girl maybe he needs to fuck a girl or a girl needs to fuck him somebody needs to get fucked in this scenario because it just sounds like somebody was not getting laid all right i don't mean to sound angry i just mean that it just seems like a waste of time to be upset about who gives a fuck because you know that you're, while you're complaining on your phone and everybody's putting it up on social media and your phone your phone do you know that it takes slaves to make your phone little tiny african ones and then some chinese kids to make your phone to put it all together in factories they do that too and then the overall cost the environmental cost to mine these minerals ship them over the manufacturing process it's toxic it's destroying the earth you're you're part of that they're just i mean even though you're not you're not some evil guy or per girl like saying let's do it no you're part of the teat you're the part of the teat sucker the sucker of the teat and the cost of the milk coming out of his teat is uh misery misery and destruction and poisoning and just uh hard labor and that's all part of it meanwhile you're complaining about this girl with the dress the dress the dress the so that's all. I feel like it's so easy. It's all the victim. Uh, I'm seeing people joking about how, like, nowadays the aspiration of people is to be a victim. I feel like it can't be true, is it? But then I read shit like this and it's true. But then maybe it's also, like, what's being selected for the news. Maybe don't pick these stupid ass. Don't fucking run with some loser who, on Twitter who gets offended by someone wearing a Chinese dress. Okay. Now, Rojan, you don't know this guy. I mean, maybe he tried to wear a Chinese dress and people made fun of him. Or maybe he just, he loves China so much and it's so disrespectful for... (sighs) No, it isn't. It wasn't disrespectful. I can't, I'm trying to see the other side. I'm trying to be understanding. I grew up here. I got called everything. Everything I got called. I got hit. I got chased. I don't give a... And you know what? You got to just, you got to live through it. You got to live through it because on the other hand, I'm, I have all four of my limbs. I, I'm not disabled mentally. I don't have a drug addiction. I'm not in jail. I'm not dead. You know, there's so many things I'm grateful for. I wasn't abused, um, terribly, right? My abuse is so minor. It was so minor. It's not worth, it's worth making jokes about. It's not worth going into therapy for, you know? 
I mean, my therapy was for everything else. I didn't even know the abuse came later. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you know what happened to that girl who wore the cheap house? She fucking, I looked up her Twitter. She's like repped now. She has like an agent. <laughs> She's got management. <laughs> she got repped. All she did was get, this is what the kids do now. They get, they get reps. And fucking, it causes a little splash. People want you in the media and then the fucking, you get repped. That's what happened to that fucking cash me outside girl who's now bad, bad, bad behavior. All right. And admit I, she's okay. Fuck it. Fuck. I'll say it. She's okay. I don't know what happened. I was like, fuck it. I'll listen to it. I'll listen to her Gucci flip flop song. And it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't like, ugh, ugh. I mean, she's 18. Like give her a couple of years. I'm sure she'll be real good. Very strange. I mean, she got, was on Dr. Phil for being a bitch to her mom, and now she's uh, she's famous and has a well, good on her. She's That's Roger Stone's rule number one is it's better to be infamous than famous, which is also one of the first laws of power. And so Roger's don't, it's Roger Stone, you know about him? Roger Stone, political advice. Oh, read the or watch the documentary on Roger Stone on Netflix, and you can see. Like, the man invented lobbying. He invented lobbying. He got Reagan up there. He got fucking Bush, Bush Jr. He's all put in the... Anyway, check that out. So, it would... <laughs> what was that? What was that? It would... Um, it would seem that it's very possible that we might have Korean unification in our time, in the era of Trump. Can you believe it? Trump's president. Trump, he's taking the credit for it. Give him the credit. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. But Korean unification. Wow. In our time. Wow. I mean, it's it's been a long ass time. It's been over 50 years. It's been, my dad was born in 1949. Give it up for 1949. Did you hear that, huh? 1949. One year before the Korean War. 1949 is also four years after the surrender of Japan. So we're talking about pretty crazy time. Tumultuous time, a lot of change. What's happening? There was war. And for the first time, there wasn't war. And then there was war again. That's what happened, right? The fight that they beat the Japanese at, there's all this war fighting the Japs. Post-war sort of like, all right, we got to do something. We fucking split the countries. Split the countries in half. We split the whole country in half. The Russians were like, we're going to, we got a communist north. Americans are like, all right, we're going to keep up capital south and the north and the south. Fucking, they just went at it again. One side blames the other. Who invaded who? Doesn't matter. The U.S. got too far up north and the Chinese invaded. And the U.S. and the Chinese and the North Koreans and the South Koreans, everybody's fighting. This goes on for three years. War-torn country, war-torn again. So then there's an armistice. Right after three years, in three years, something like twenty percent of the people died. They dropped more munitions on the Korean Peninsula than they did in the entire Eastern Theater of the war. You know what I mean? Like all those bombs they dropped in the war, they dropped on a tiny little spot of land about the size of Delaware. Right? Fucked it up. Took them back to the Stone Age. Right? There, they rebuild everything. Both sides had to rebuild everything. Yeah, two countries. Cold War going. It was like a a metaphoric it's not it was actually literal it was a literal symbol of the cold war half half commie 
half capitalist and not really capital is sort of a quasi dictatorship. I mean, it was like democratically elected government that was deposed by possibly a CIA assistant military coup that installed a military dictatorship that was super friendly to the United States uh, military and economic aims. Uh, so There's some of that. And that dude got assassinated. Another military dictator came, you know, and then they opened up some of the industrialization, made some reforms. And eventually that dude was brought down by a bloodless coup, a sort of democratic new democracy that had formed in the 90s. So Korea, South Korea didn't even have a democracy until the 90s. Okay. So they've had a democracy now for like 20 years. Now their president, their new dude, who actually came in because the last president, daughter of the military dictator that I told you about, the first dude who came to take over, Park Jun-hee, his daughter, Park Geun-hye, is in jail now. She's in jail for corruption, which is something else that Korea, South Korea does a lot. Is they jail the fuck out of their past presidents. They have a really a good running track record of that. They which is kind of cool. Uh, I guess, I mean, we don't put anybody in jail. We didn't put Bush, it, Reagan, anybody. Nobody, none of those fuckers got ever prosecuted. It's sort of a thing here that the president is above the law. Nixon, right? We just, Americans were cool. That's our gangster shit. That's our, that's our we, ah, we don't need to follow those laws. Anyway, so Korea, North Korea, and then all this, uh, you know, hubbub about, North Korea, you know, in our lifetime, in your lifetime, think about what you've heard about North Korea. It's, it's crazy, dictator, starving their people, nuclear powers. And this happened with Kim Jong-un's father, Kim Jong-il. So the grandfather is Kim Il-sung. He was the founder, right? He got real popular because he fought Japs. He fought a lot of Japs. And fucking uh, people like that because <laughs> they were conquered by the Japs. And Japs, is that, okay, I should stop saying japs maybe is that it's only offensive actually to people in the united states japanese people don't care but the japanese occupiers okay they were uh kind of a a downer for the people and this dude kim il-sung became a freedom fighter in his area the northern part of korea you know he's fucking kicking japanese ass and then the ruskies got with him and then you know he became he ended up becoming charismatic leader number one founder of the North Korean dynasty. So now we're at the grandson, right? So this whole talk of the dictator, crazy guy, that's been going on since the grandfather. It's the same line. This He's an evil guy, evil, crazy killer, right? That's what you call it. That's what you call the enemy. That's what you call, you sub dehumanize them. Not to say he's not, hasn't done those things. I'm not saying he's a fucking ray of sunshine, okay? I'm not saying any of that. But now, given who our president is, it's like we, <laughs> I think it's clear, we're going to be like, there's no moral high ground anymore, all right? People do what they got to do. They're not because they're, not, not they're crazy and evil, right? They, they do shit out of survival. They do shit out of personal gain. They do, there's reasons why people do things. And you can come to terms with that, okay? It doesn't help anybody to be like, that person is evil, then all you do is basically that's war. What else can you do except defeat the evil, right? There's nothing else to do but eradicate evil. You can't compromise. You can't be like, yay, uh, let's live side by side with it. No, you have to humanize the other side so that you can come to terms. You have peace. Don't you want peace? Don't you want some peace? God damn it, some change. Why this forever war? So the war perhaps may be coming to an end. Perhaps that would entail the United States having to leave the Korean Peninsula. Would that happen? China would love that. Japan would hate that. Would they hate it? I don't know. 
Well, Japan doesn't want China to send it. I, well, there's a lot of geopolitics, man. It's geopolitics. They understand it's so complicated. You can't just explain things away with good and evil. Okay? Consider you got Russia, you got China, you got Japan, you got North, you got South Korea, right? You got the U.S. involved in that as well. All these fucking powers involved. Okay? And that's not... And that's not considering anybody else. There's other people in that area, okay? These are just the people who scrapped before. This is the people who scrapped last century. That's really what it's down to and whether or not they'll go over, they'll scrap again if something goes down. If things change geopolitically. But things probably should change. They should. When has it ever been the case that it's been, let's just keep things the way they are. That's just the way. When has that ever been the way things should be? Everything needs improvement. We should all be improving constantly because we're actually all declining towards death. So if we're not improving in any way to counteract that death, then every day we're just dying a death. And every day we die again and again until the real death. And then that's it. It's just a steady downward decline from birth to death. And that's, come on. Even if we're specks of dust, infinite particles in this vast, glorious universe, or even a multiverse, make it even bigger, multiple multiverses, central infinite curve, it doesn't matter, right? You got to do what's right for you. You got to tell your own truth. You got to get out there. You got to do your thing. Make your mark. Not not for any greater thing. Not because someone's watching, okay? Because that's what it means to be a sentient being. That's what it means to be alive. That's what it means to be able to give meaning to things, right? So let's make things meaningful, all right. Speaking of meaningful, I saw Infinity War. <laughs> I saw Infinity War. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm looking on this news about Movie Pass. I don't know if it's the they're following the whole being infamous is better and trying to just create crazy marketing. But I'm trying to use the Movie Pass before it uh, the bottom falls out on it or something. Saw the Infinity War. I saw. I saw. I, I liked it. I mean, it was a lot of action. Things going. Am I going to spoil anything? Spoiling. He. Okay, I won't spoil anything. It was, it was worth watching. Two and a half hours. It was plotted real good. Here's the whole thing. If you have never watched a Marvel movie, though, that it would be the worst movie ever. That's really what it comes down to. So it's not really a movie. It's like a culmination of all the other movies <laughs> into one movie. But it's not really a movie per se. Because, like, okay, here's my impersonation of someone who's never seen any Marvel movie watching Infinity War. Who's that? Wait, wait. Who's that? Oh, is he is he good or bad? Is that guy good or bad? Is he good or bad? Oh, he's funny. Is that guy good or bad? Who are? Why are there so many people? There's like twenty people in this scene. I don't know who any of them are. Who? Who's? Okay, what's that? Oh, now they're dead. Oh, okay. And that would be that's that's that. So I don't know. I mean, hey, there's something to be said, right? It's like, is it cinema? Is it cinema? Like in the sense of the the Lumiere brothers uh, invented um, the modern sort of cinema projector and the processing of film and all that. You know, the Lumiere brothers are credited. The Lumiere brothers are credited with inventing motion pictures. So in the artful sense, is this an artistic movie? It's something else. It transcends. It's basically they turned comics into movies, you know? It's it's serial, and ah, oh, it's a good time. What do you want out of it? What do you want? Out of it? They're obviously setting you up to make more. They're gonna make more. It's you're locked in. It's like Star Wars. It's all of this stuff. It's the franchise. It's Disney. 
they're doing, you know? Sure, there's a sense that there's some kind of evil tentacle corporation they're controlling all of us through our memories, through childhood ah, memories of the Lion King and all that. You know, they're creating consumers, generations and generations of consumers. But, yeah, that's what they've been doing. I don't know. There's no... There's no pretense. They're not like, no, we're actually art. and No, it's fine. It's fucking entertainment. It was entertaining, worth going to see. Here's a movie I saw that was artistic, I thought was artful, is The Death of Stalin. I don't know if it's still out, but it was made by the guy Armand Iannucci. He was the guy who made Veep. Um, and if you like Veep, because Veep is like dark. It's pretty, it's a pretty black satire, dark, dark. Yeah, okay, it's good. Death of Stalin. It's good. It's funny. Um, it's funny. It's like, it's it's also dark. It's about the death of Stalin and the ensuing, what happens with all the dudes who scramble forth, right? Something that Kim Jong-un is probably trying to prevent. Um, yeah. All right. I feel like this has been a good. It's been a long time, and I feel like I needed this. I needed this. I have too much, I have a lot of interests, too many things. And the thing is, I'm not like a professional per se at any of them. So none of them make money and all of them take time and then I have to have a job. I'm not complaining. I'm just trying to explain. It's hard to to remember that I really like this. So I'm going <laughs> to, like the last time I said this, I keep trying to do this. But thank you for listening. Um, You know, things are going good. I'm, tr- I'm starting jujitsu again. Got this whole thing worked out. I'm actually procrastinating on the work I'm doing in exchange for jujitsu right now, but I'm going to do it. And yeah, things are going okay. Things are going. I'm trying to work, trying to grind, grind for the drums, which is, we'll find new words for this. It's getting a little cliche. I'm grinding, dreaming, grinding, dreaming, dreaming, grinding, all of that, grinding, dreaming, all of it. It's, we'll find new words. There's a thesaurus out there for all of this. Um, Thanatos Complex is what I was going to say earlier. I went on a tangent about Thanos and Infinity War. Thanatos Complex, which is the complex about death. They all have a death and a sex complex called Freud. But Freud did a lot of coke. He did a lot of coke and he was an Austrian dude in the earliest 20th century. I mean, he genius, a lot of good stuff, but also whacked out of his mind. So, yeah, you got to take it with a grain of coke that's what you gotta do <laughs> okay guys thank you so much for listening to the rojan kim cast tell a friend about if you're like dude if you're looking for a weird ass podcast weird ass dude check out the rojan kim cast follow me on itunes subscribe to me on twitter go to my instagram type in rojan kim r-o-g-i-n-k-i-m that's it rojan kim.com rojan kim everywhere thank you so much Goodbye.